Hey everybody and welcome to episode 14 of Comics for All. Uh, we are happy to be back. We are really excited, but uh, you know, we talked about a lot of things on this episode. We had a lot of fun with this episode as well. We talked about the new DC Universe streaming service and some of the things we're really enjoying about that service and some of the things we'd like to see more of from that service. We also talked about the unfortunate closing of Mad Magazine as well and, and some of the things uh, that they kind of meant to us and, and things that you should be looking out for them as well. So best wishes to those teams that we're working on with them. Also, the very sudden drop of The Walking Dead. Oh my goodness, it is now over in the comics and what an ending it was. Lastly, we really want to make sure we're talking about some of our friends. It's Admiral Pizza Comics. Uh, they are fantastic. They're big friends of the show. They're great supporters of us as well. So we want to thank Admiral Pizza Comics. Go and check them out on Instagram, Twitter. Their YouTube channel as well is hilarious. They uh, do these little animated pieces that are just fantastic. So thank you guys, everybody over at Admiral Pizza Comics. We also want to shout out the new launch of Turbo Comics. Uh, they are doing TurboComicShop.com. They are going to be doing a nice big launch actually this Friday, July 20th. So go and check out their site right now. They're going to be doing some fun giveaways, things like that as well before the launch. So highly recommend going and checking them out, uh, supporting those guys, Max and the teams from Turbo Comic Shops as well. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate all the support, the feedback, um, and just a lot of the fun we're having out there with so many of you. So thank you guys very much. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Um, also share with all the friends and family wherever you get this episode and all of our shows from Comics for All. So thank you guys for tuning in and enjoy. I want to talk about something that puts us together. So uh, comic books it is, comic books for life, comic books for all. And here we go. In brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. But they won't start throwing it our way unless they know we're positive about their product. So if they can't buy my affections like everybody else, then they're no good to me. <laughs> but you know, I see. Now. Next episode, Marley's going to be in the Grimace costume. Yeah. So. <laughs> Everybody can't wait to see that one. Future sponsor, thank you, McDonald's, for all you do. I am loving it. <laughs> <laughs> the comic book Happy Meals. But they won't start throwing it our way unless they know we're positive about their product. So If they can't buy my affections like everybody else, then they're no good to me. <laughs> but you know, I see... Now. Next episode, Marley's going to be in the Grimace costume. Yeah. So. <laughs> Everybody can't wait to see that one. Future sponsor, thank you, McDonald's, for all you do. I am loving it. <laughs> <laughs> the comic book Happy Meals were a brilliant touch. Brilliant. Thank you, Ronald. Brilliant. Way to, and they're already uh -huh. pre-bagged and boarded for us, so it keeps everybody happy in those Happy Meals. So long as the fried grease doesn't get on them again, that was a little... They're there is no segue here, but while many people remember the X-Men comics at Pizza Hut, who remembers IC box drinks giving away tiny-ass Marvel comics that were, like, this big? I, have n I had no if idea what happened. a box, it was literally packaged in there. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was the size of the old He-Man comics, you know, the ones that oh, came yeah, with the yeah. Oh, yeah. They came with the figures. 
but it was literally just tiny, tiny like Spider-Man comics oh my gosh. and X-Men comics. It was amazing. That's, That's awesome. awesome. That's super Damn Marvel for using all of the adjectives, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, very cool. We are back for episode 14. Uh, awesome. Thank you guys so much for all the support with episode 13 that just came up. Uh, we do appreciate it. And uh, we decided we really wanted to get a, another episode really quickly um, because we're all, all the creative juices are flowing from the team here. And uh, there were just conversations I could not hold back from and had to turn on a mic for all of us so thanks everybody for tuning in again and uh without further ado uh we will get moving on this thing man uh first off let's just say our hellos marley how you doing i'm doing all right i'm enjoying my vacation um i'm having lovely conversations with everybody here about comics uh and i'm reading a lot of comics here and there in my spare time nice as you should be that's Ooh. always that's a great way mm-hmm. to spend your vacation so we're not going to get the house but between the two, like, you know, it's a, it's a full summer. It's a perfect break. It's a perfect break it for the paint. So. <laughs> Pete, how are you holding up, my man? I am feeling good, feeling fine. Working for a living like you, you guys are doing. But, hey, that facilitates not not only lovely fiancés like the, the dear Ms. Marley, but also lovely comic books that aren't as good conversationalists, but much more collectible absolutely absolutely look at that already already getting some good brownie points in for some reason i don't know why maybe it was the whole uh catch-up conversation earlier but we're not going to go back to that so uh (laughs) max how you doing man doing awesome (laughs) doing awesome man uh just uh working slinging comics yeah and uh you know and just enjoying the summer it's kind of a low-key kind of summer which is kind of nice pretty relaxing what's the what's the next convention on the on the calendar for you man so we got um, we got a local convention coming up that's really really cool because it actually benefits the local library here, Ooh. and it's called uh, the Boise Comic Arts Festival. And uh, what's really cool about that fest is that you know they bring in a lot of really cool up and coming indie artists, um, a lot of people that are young uh, in the industry, you know. Um, so there are not a lot of familiar names that you're you're not going to see Rob Liefeld there. I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, you know, but you will see some good names, you know, um, you know, I know that Joel Jones was once there, which, mm. you know, was really cool. Um, so it's a, it should be a good event. That's in the late August, I think August 23rd and 24th. So nice. We'll go and check it out. Everybody yeah. in the Boise area to go check out the, uh, art, the comic and arts fest. That's cool, man. Yeah. Now, quick question about that. Cause I might be recalling last year's and I might be recalling a completely different convention. Where is it held? It's actually held in this building called Jump, um, which is, you know, a really weird and cool building. It uh, was built by, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Simplot before, um, but it was actually built by this guy who, you know, basically was a potato mongol. And, uh, you know, he sold, you know, French fries all across the the land, you know, internationally and made gajillion dollars. And so his dying (laughs) wish was to build this building, which is uh, really cool. It's like a, it's like a gigantic you know, collective of buildings that really help to promote, um, you know, learning and they hold classes and, you know, seminars there and all kinds of things. So it's a really cool venue for this type of event. Oh, sounds so cool. Yeah. Very kind of awesome. How about you? with our ketchup. Marley, you got any plans for a convention to have a break in the summer with, from painting and comic books? No, unfortunately not in the summer. It's Um, all good. No worries. I'd love to, but. You know, I'm I'm hoping maybe I'll be able to pull something off for uh for August, not August, um January or so. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Maybe do something in the winter. 
There you but go. And, and you know what? Conventions in the winter are always nice. You don't have to worry about sweating in line as much. So always a positive. Exactly. Always a positive. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, anything you got rolling up for conventions or anything like that? Anything on the calendars planned? Leave my Yeti costume behind. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping <laughs> for Baltimore Comic Con. Oh, nice. Most most definitely with this lady, but yeah, but possibly by my by myself. Well, pre- preferably with company though, and because I haven't been back literally since two thousand eight. There you oh, go. Yeah, when it was a l- lot smaller, and when Jim Lee had the line that was that was five or six hours long, but Sean Kelly, McKeever, Sterling Gates, Jeff Johns, and James. Robinson had the only two hour long line. So I got to say <laughs> hi to all of them, even though I was a schmuck who, com- I think I actually mentioned this in one of our first few episodes. Oh, well, deja vu, folks. <laughs> and though I was a schmuck and did not think to check the roster before I went in, so I went into my one of my first comic conventions with like 40 bucks. Oh. I met all of them, and I was like, it is so nice to meet you. And then I was I have only the swag buttons they gave me, and they were totally cool and signed these little, like, one-inch buttons for me. I've still got them. Very cool. That's awesome, man. That's a good story. I like it. Uh, yeah, no, it just uh, I'm hoping to have a couple more on the on the horizon, but as everybody knows, SDCC's coming up, so I'll be checking that out. So I want this episode oh, yeah. up before, so we'll do that. Um, with that being said, though, I kind of wanted to jump into a couple things, man. I've been, uh, I have been binging hard and just... And it's weird. I haven't had like a weekly show that I've really ever been into since like Breaking Bad in the you know two thousands. But I'm gonna say right now, DCU has not only broken my heart, amended it, and broken it all over again. But Swamp Thing has been absolutely amazing on DCU. I'm I'm such a big fan of it, and I hate that it's already in purgatory. And I don't know why I watch it like I do, but I I love the damn thing so much. Aww. Uh, have you, do you guys have uh, the DCU service? I, Pete, I'm pretty. You do still, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. What, what, oh yeah, me too. Marley, you got it. Nice. What, what are you guys' just kind of like general thoughts on the service in general? Like what, now that you've kind of had it for a few months now, uh, you know, what are some pros? What are some cons of it? Um, for me, part of the problem is that I can't get on on my playstation 4 so i kind Mm -hmm. of have to have my computer up and running and on it oh Um, man first world problems of technology (laughs) yeah well i mean it is it really is but um i mean considering that's my biggest complaint is that i actually have to go on to the dang thing to get it there you go i'm happy with this um I'm one of those people who can like rewatch old shows and like binge them. And I'll do that when I'm working on things or when I've got um, like massive cleanups to do or whatever. And I want to have something playing that's fun. So like I can take little brain breaks, but it's been amazing for that. Like watching some of the old TV shows, yeah, um, reading sure. a lot of the old comics um, and then just, you know, having this access to these things that, you know, I don't really, I have never really seen before. Um, I'd never really had a chance to, to view. Um, Cause we didn't really do comic books as a kid growing up and we didn't really do cartoon shows too much. 
either. So like I missed a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And now I get to watch it. It does have a pretty and, impressive catalog of not only the TV shows that I'm I'm really been a big fan of, but also the animated movies, which I've been loving. Mm-hmm. Like that was one of those things where I remember hearing about them and like seeing the the DVD cases at blockbusters and things like that, and not being able to rent them because I, I got outvoted by my siblings. And yeah. being able to go back to them has been pretty awesome, actually, and catching them again, you know, through different services and, you know, other forms of activities online to gain access to them that aren't exactly legal to now having a great service that's always available to me. So I, I definitely have dug that for sure, too. So mm-hmm. I dig one it. thing, though, that I do say that they need to get on. Um, I don't know who they need to talk to, who they need to bribe, who they need to pay big money to, but they need to get the Adam West Batman on there. something tells me it has to be coming soon or it has to be in the works soon for something i don't don't know what event they're gonna wait for to get it on that service but something tells me it can't be held on to for much longer i agree i I think it'll be coming shortly yeah like because the day that comes on i'm sorry but my fiance had better want to watch it yeah we're not not doing anything i'm gonna probably guess more than anything it's more of a formatting thing like getting it to a good quality level of streaming more than anything because something tells me there's probably some stuff yeah there's probably some some struggles with getting it that to a new level of digital media yeah Yeah. i remember the i remember the foibles they had with translating superman their feature films over into digital format Mm. that was kind of amusing so i can only (laughs) imagine oh they use digital blue screens so literally at first like okay we have the transitions done and superman's body had disappeared oh so good (laughs) so good good. i love it oops Our bad. <laughs> Whoopsies. Yeah. But yeah, the, the DC Universe streaming, like, yeah, they've even got the, they're even breaking out some of the obscure licenses that DC slash Warner slash AT&T has been able to hang on to. They've got the 1970s The Spirit TV series. I wow. did see that. I did see that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've i seen that. They have the old Wonder Woman on there as well. Um, oh, yeah. I also the saw the 1980s Superboy. The Superboy. So that was the than... yeah. That was the other one I saw. I was like, what? Even though it was the 80s, it's weirder than you think it will be. <laughs> I promise. I promise. <laughs> I love that thumbs up of reassurance there. Thank you for that. <laughs> oh. But yeah, honestly, while I kind of don't, my big complaint isn't really the availability. It's more just the, it's more just the interface a bit because yes. the to find each issue of the comic. The, the comics that I was looking for, like I was trying to read the new Teen Titans, and they have like the entire, even at the very beginning when they had the, ra- the rather limited selection compared to now, yeah, they had the entire first story arc yep. of Wolfman and Perez's new Teen Titans. I had to type in, I don't remember how many variations mm-hmm. on the Teen Titans oh. to find each issue, and then I had to go through and bookmark them using your account options to have, okay, now they're ready to be read in order, because they would be literally displayed back in reverse order. Yeah, I, that that was... I pity their IT department, because I really doubt they were hiring people who didn't know what they're doing. I just, I just, it had all the earmarks of people who were just going... Oh, holy shit, everything's on fire, and John's been missing for three days. We'll make it available. We don't know how you're going to get to it, though. Good luck digging through the pile. But but the digital quality and the read Mm -hmm. and even just the responsiveness of the zoom out, zoom in, lock to panels, lock to only page, really nice. Yeah, the guided views and stuff like that through the comics are nice, too. I I like kind of the click and be able to go panel by panel is nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And I have to throw in a shout out to the lovely people who put together the one feature that nobody talks about, the encyclopedia. Yes. Oh my gosh. Really cool. They're really like, good. It's genuinely really neat. They're really good. And what the one thing I want to say, and I I totally agree with you. I wish they had a better kind of like an algorithm system where if, if I was done reading something or if I added a couple things to a list, I I was being given the next issues or the next episodes mm-hmm. much more readily. But, or even just a better search option. Yeah, a better search option would be very nice as well. But just like a better queue system, a better algorithm of helping you find the next pieces. But one of the things that um, for myself that is so cool about the encyclopedia is that's like I don't know how, how I got to it and I found it. But, man, I did dive into it for probably a good four hours one day. I'm sitting on a day off and I just was going through everybody's stories mm-hmm. and origins and my gosh it was oh so much God. fun it's like a wiki dive yeah it and was yeah. really nicely organized yeah it it's, really is it's almost like it's it's almost like a really clean really professional tv tropes if you know the lay, if you remember the layout of tv tropes mm-hmm. no and mm-hmm. the other nice thing about it though too is i think it's really a cool tool for you know some of the characters or people that are maybe even starting into the series i, I think it's a very early adopter system if you're you know you're not deep into the certain runs or character styles or anything like that it's a easy, nice easy catch-up so I, I dig that i, I really mm-hmm. have enjoyed it definitely well i can't tell you the number of times like i start to get into new characters or like oh there's a cool show and like who are these people i i thought i was watching <laughs> batman and robin and all of a sudden there's this person in an entirely different costume and just mm. being able to have a resource to like pause catch up read anything about this character so i can figure it out yeah Yeah. i think i'm the only one out of all of us that doesn't have this content that doesn't have dc universe um and you know but i do have you know a couple friends that do have it and you know I've, i've been able to test it like with them you know what's kind of sad about the whole thing for me is that it's been a slow build up for me so initially you know i felt that you know it just there wasn't enough good content initially for me right i yeah. mean you didn't have the the new you didn't have the comic book thing you didn't have and and you know the episodes that i saw of titans just didn't didn't do it for me yeah and so yeah and then and then totally agree um, with that one and, i, I well, never then, got, i never got to finish titans i just yeah and, and then doom patrol came out and i really uh, wanted to like doom patrol and i started watching it but and i liked it yeah what i saw but it wasn't enough for me to sign up for this right yeah and now, and then Swamp Thing comes out, and now I'm like ready. And then they already cancel Swamp Thing. I know. And oh, it just kind of, mm, it just sort of me. like breaks my heart. But, but what I have seen, um, you know, also to echo like, you know, Pete's point is that like, um, you know, if if DC Universe people, if Warner Brothers people are out there and they're listening, go out and hire some UI people because you guys really need to fix this this thing. I mean, you know, I mean, it, it's it's not too difficult to do so i'm kind of shocked that it's so hard to you know what like what people are saying to access some of the comics and to find some of the titles um you know so they really need to clean that up but you know the good news is is that i'm i'm excited that um that you know D- dc universe streaming service allegedly won't change you know moving forward with the hbo max deal and things mm-hmm. like that so i mean that's good that's cool yeah Ooh, i hadn't heard that i'm happy absolutely I'm happy. no i heard about that as well but one of the big things and, and i totally agree with you max is with the 
just the UI systems and like we've kind of talked about some of the algorithms. Um, I'm, I'm just going to put this out there as well that DC it needs to have this done and fixed or have a system in place because everything right now, you know, Teen Titans, Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing, those are more of a niche audience, right? Like those are not your big generalized. If they don't have something much improved by the time they drop that Harley Quinn show, it's going to oh, blow yeah. up in their face in a big way because of how popular that is and how big of a general audience that has. And, and, and it's so sad because it's such a missed opportunity, it especially is. as they're offering like, you know, the comics as well. You know, Absolutely. you want to make you want to make, you know, uh, you know, having, being someone who works in software, you want to make sure that your product has an ease of use for the customer. And so, you know, I want it to have that ease of use because I want people to buy, you know, DC Universe for the shows, but get into the comic books. You know, Absolutely. that's a way for them to actually get into reading these books and to start to understand the backgrounds of these characters and their true motivations and yeah. and then maybe eventually buy the physical comic book them you know at a comics book shop so um you know i really hope that they find a way to fix this yeah. and then to rewind a little bit i think the reason why you're not seeing the 1960s batman live action series on the service you know with adam west and burt ward yeah. is because and this is something that i've just heard through the, through the grapevine is because the show's rights are just insanely tangled between several different gotcha so, that's a very true yeah. as well that makes sense that makes sense yeah. Yeah. And, and so I that's, the, that's the like that. yeah. yeah last like, i knew at least for the for the release rights like the di like the disc release at least was fox for example mm. who is now but. owned by disney who owns marvel which that would be mm -hmm. odd if all of a sudden we see 1960s batman chilling with some other folks yeah, be well, odd. it just that'd means be that you're gonna have to go and just watch the Mask of Phantasm like over and over again. Yep. So. And uh, <laughs> the also the uh, what's the one? What's the Ice World? The, the Mr. Freeze movie is also phenomenal. Ah, well, uh, yes. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But don't worry, everybody. This week, Batman Hush is being revealed and being uh, released at Comic Con as well. So that'll all be coming soon too. So I'm hoping that's a crusher as well because that was a phenomenal run. Was Wait. a big fan of Hush. <laughs> Um, yeah, and so the last kind of piece for DCU more than anything is just damn you, damn you, damn you with Swamp Thing. Like, how well, you how dare you give us something uh... so phenomenal and then muck it all up, have it canceled, <laughs> and I hope that there is a level of purgatory that it's in that it can still be revived, but, you know, th there's a part of me that is also kind of slowly coming to the realization that I, I won't be getting any more of this, so. <laughs> yeah, it's true, yeah. because when you love something this much, you know we can't get a nice thing. I know. Well, the thing right? is, is we've been getting... the Fantastic Four movies, you and Swamp Thing. No, but yeah. here's no. the thing. We've got phenomenal Swamp Thing content recently, though, between the winter right. special and the summer specials and things of that nature. Like, we've gotten phenomenal Swamp Thing content. They're going to give us a big uh, compendium kind of a thing that's coming out for Swampy as mm -hmm. well re next soon the origin story getting redone in justice league dark like pete talked about the bummer is is it's like it is at a point where like the fuel is being lit for swamp thing to take off and go big and do this crazy jump from kind of that bc level of character to something huge and amazing for dc and it just seems to get slapped in the damn face every time it tries well, to take you know, off maybe maybe you're going to hear something at the con that you're going to be going to soon because there has been a rumor absolutely that has been going around i don't know if you've heard about this rumor. i've already uh, i've already signed up for the panel <laughs> 
that is talking about the future of horror comics with DC, and a Swamp Thing is specifically mentioned in the panel description. So, well, see, and, and that's, not even, that's, that, that's not even the tagline rumor that I was going to mention. Oh, actually, so continue. So see, we have, I want to know so which we, grapevine you're listening to, Max, because it's right. much better than mine. Continue, well, see, sir. So we Sorry. have this surplus of you know, <laughs> you know, despite the the anguish that we all feel in yes. our Swamp Thing hearts, you know, yes. um, at this you know this uh, amazing show getting canceled, there are you know good things that are happening so allegedly there's a rumor um that warner brothers and dc are thinking about bringing swamp thing to the big screen um even though um that show was canceled now uh these have been rumors that have been allegedly confirmed by you know outlets like bloody disgusting and other places like that but yeah the thing about it is is that the movie would feature an all-new cast so um, i'd be okay and with then, that yeah, and so and and also that James Wan, who produced the mm-hmm. TV series, would oh. be involved oh. in the actual film as well. So, Max, um, you've made my my, you know. my little nerd body is so happy right now. <laughs> so this so, this is so this is reminding me an awful lot of you know Firefly getting canceled after one season and then getting a movie to tie up <laughs> yeah everything yeah no doubt which no doubt. Like, so it's uh you know it's 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 obviously not on their quote unquote production yeah. slate whatever you want to call it but it is. You know there are rumors going around, so uh, so and, we'll see what happens. And I would love it. You know, all of the interviews with James Wan have been such. He's been praising what he did and what he loved of that series, and the fact that he's really able. He was able to really make a great horror, you know, show versus a comic book show. And I love mm-hmm. that direction that they took here. And to hear the struggles of that production team of trying to decide between horror and detective kind of show. I mean, it's. I felt like it was kind of the perfect amalgamation to have a little bit of both, and and the show's proving to be able to do that. And like I said, for the disagreements yeah. to have happened that ended up with the cancellation of it. But I, if a movie gets announced while I'm at SDCC, uh, you guys will need to make sure an ambulance is sent over to me because my heart may have stopped <laughs> at that point. So. <laughs> No, that would that would be neat. The thing is, though, is the major Warner Brothers panels and stuff like that aren't going to be at SDCC. So I I, I don't know where we're going to get that. Like I said, the the one panel I saw on a horror, it was like a horror DC panel, and they had some amazing names uh, tied into that. And I'll have to look up the name of it, uh, maybe tweet it out or something like that. But one of the specific features in that is Swamp Thing. So they're they're going to be talking about Swamp Thing and a couple other horror comics coming out for DC. Footnote for our 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 dear editor man because he loves the Alec Holland so much. Watch for the Justice League Dark Annual because yes. Rom V and Dan PG Waters are attached to it. <laughs> and if you're not that familiar with both of their horror works, mm, yeah. sweetie, you don't know Swamp Thing as well as you know these Savage Shores. But based on these Savage Shores, what would you tell Matt about about what to expect about this comic book? Oh dear God, it's going to be amazing. Nice. Yeah, deal. Like, deal. Like these Savage Shores is like amazing art, amazing story. This beautiful composition that just leaves me feeling like, oh shit, yeah. something's about to happen. Um, and I cannot imagine it being any more perfect. Oh yeah, interesting. And, wow. and I don't think those two fellas have really. You really usually or maybe even ever written something together together but they and alex pecknadal and ryan o'sullivan and let's see oh, make up now. the white noise writing collective so they literally work on story ideas together regularly anyway Man. like 
all the time. That's cool. See, and you, you know me, I'm not even a real huge horror fan to begin with. I know with. you're like, not. Yeah, yeah to hear that. This. Yeah, to hear that is that's a that's a that's nice. So, so to capstone sort of like what we're talking about with DC and horror and Hollywood, the very last thing that I kind of wanted to mention is that you know there was a an article that came out or you know a news story I guess that came out recently that um, you know we've seen that comic book studios are now reaching out to find some of the big names in Hollywood to boost sales in the industry and something like that. You know, kind of how Marvel mm-hmm. announced J.J. Abrams will be writing Spider-Man. For sure. Well, now, D- <laughs> well, now DC um, has made their own announcement, uh, especially with this year of, of the villain event, and they're going to have John Carpenter, the legendary director, writing Joker. Oh, so heck uh, yes. pretty cool. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm into that. That sounds really good. I mean, yeah, that, that should be. I, I'm I'm super into that as a massive horror fan and a massive John Carpenter fan. One hundred percent. I'm super excited about that. So, like, I'm I'm just thinking like John Carpenter's The Thing was just such a wonderful piece of of mind. Pardon my language, but <laughs> this is like, the adult cast apparently. Hey, yeah. and the two of us. I'm sorry. We're, we're going to be changing the tag on this one. <laughs> but it's like for the mind messery, um, and how. It just like takes that that level of like twisting perception and reality with like who is it who's who's the who's the monster and apply that to any story with the Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm already sitting here like I again I'm not a horror fan. I'm going to need to read this. Right. <laughs> no, I think that's Great. a great way to. Yeah. On my list. Now we're all excited for anything DC is about to do, so that's good stuff. And honestly, yeah. I I would actually like to see. I'm just gonna put this out there. If John Carpenter could throw in some like uh, you know Escape from New York kind of stuff with that, it's a little you know Joker <laughs> taking over Gotham, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be mad at that. So <laughs> big, big trouble in little, big, big trouble in little China, or uh, or the or the fog. If you don't know the fog, for sure mm, the fog, mm, mm, mm. absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I'm only sad we're not getting a visual feature yet, yet. with him well, on any creepy DC characters because honestly, while he while I wouldn't say he is the best musician ever, he, the compositions he has always come up with for his features have been perfect. Wildly, wildly iconic. Accents. Just iconic in general as well. Yeah, so, for sure. Visually as well as auditory, for sure. Um, but we will move on. That is like some wonderful news all around. One of my uh, new things, though, that I have really been enjoying more recently over the last few months more than anything has also recently come to an abrupt stop. Uh, the Walking Dead. Somehow Kirkman snuck in not only a comic book last year called Die, 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 but he snuck in the ending to Walking Dead is now over at issue 193. Uh, I know, I Pete. I know you're saying, uh, Marley. Were you able to check it out either? I, I mean, I don't know if you even read Walking Dead like I have. Um, so I, I do not. I tried watching the TV show, and um, I was reminded why I should not be binging certain TV shows like you know The Walking Dead. Yeah, or don't Dexter. don't waste your. Yeah, like, don't do it. Don't yeah, do it. yeah. Good good move yeah. to step away. I, I tend to be. I tend to be a binger. There you go. Um, so this was one of those ones where I couldn't watch it and walk away. I couldn't sit there and binge. So no worries. Yeah, very different things. The show and the comics. Uh, Max, did you catch anything at all? 
Um, I actually didn't. No worries. No, I didn't, I, I, uh, you know, I, you know, I'm 93 issues behind. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, you, yeah. I, so I will give you a quick story about episode 100, though. Um, issue 100, I should say. Issue 100, they did a special edition re- release for a Walking Dead like um run like zombie run at comic-con that year and i have that issue because i went and sweated my ass off for four miles running away from (laughs) fake zombies to get it so i i was a big i love walking dead i have it it's phenomenal um but (laughs) until about issue 172 or so it was a fine time to stop at 100 uh for the most part the yeah. the comic itself though I, I we won't spend too much time on it since no one else has been able to read it and been, had been keeping up with Walking Dead, but absolute kudos to you Kirkman for dropping this thing and all of his team behind that as well. Amazing artists, amazing letterers, amazing publisher. Obviously with Skybound, but it's just one of those things. I cannot believe it stopped where it did, but at the same time, after reading it and knowing where we were going. I don't think it should have gone any other way. It, you know, you're expecting another arc, but I'm glad he didn't do it. He actually quotes in his letter to the fans, why force something down your throats like a Game of Thrones? I mean, it, it's something very similar to that. I'm sure that's, I know that's not word for word. I can pull it up later. But, I mean, he he talks about some of those amazing things and series and runs that have been out that have just stayed past their time. And, mm-hmm. and I love that he ended where he did. And, and he said he's been having this thought for a couple of years now to end it here. And I get it. He he owns the company that's publishing his book for sure. But I still don't know how in this age of media it did not leak that this thing was ending. And absolute kudos to him for doing it like he did it. And I love that from the first issue to the last issue, Walking Dead was able to surprise me at both caps of this book. And I thank you for that. That was one of my favorite things about Walking Dead is that we always had surprises throughout the issues. And more than any, the ending matched the tone as anything else. So uh, big kudos to Walking Dead. Kirkman, all the teams over at Skybound, and and thank you for what you guys did with that. It was it was a phenomenal finish. And big kudos to like everyone who didn't interfere. Yeah, you know, because uh, yeah. Kirkman. I mean, the, the 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 rarity of all of this is that you know, just whether you've read five issues or all 193, you know, the fact that he was able to end it on his terms with no interference at all along yes. the way is absolutely rare and and amazing. So one hundred yeah. million percent on that, Max. No, great call for sure. That, that you're absolutely right. And and there's not enough creators in any medium that are allowed to do things like that. You know, their, their, their art is, I mean, and you can kind of, I'm not, I mean, you can also look at the TV show, you know, things live <laughs> past their welcome and that people are forced to kind of continue run sometimes because it's making bank and making dollar bills. And for Kirk, me to be able to end when he did, uh, you know, despite I'm sure the struggles he had and some of the, I'm sure the the back end, um, resistances he probably did receive. Uh, awesome, <laughs> awesome job to to end it where yeah. he did. And it does make sense when because I mean we are very much in a day and age where it's a lot more about when it comes to big money properties. It's a lot more about protect the intellectual property, be it the actual entertainment that's being consumed or be it the company itself. Even and some to some extents. You know, it's you know you don't want to cheat, don't want to change things and lose fans, Disney. Um, 
And I can understand that apprehension, though. It does it does make sense, but it really does. That's why I would like the spoilers, even though I really liked it, but had to put it down because it just got it literally got too intense for me. Yeah. But because I love I love 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 Kirkman's storytelling. I mean, I even got <clears throat> I even got my hands on his Marvel miniseries Marvel Team Up. <laughs> and each of you guys probably are, are familiar with Marvel Team Up from back in the day to some extent. But this one was literally just you could see somebody at Marvel saying or his artist saying hey, or the artist who's working with saying, hey, what do you say? We throw as many of the Marvel characters, heroes and villains together into one story as possible. And Kirkman saying, OK, and then pitching it somehow because he might not have even been Walking Dead guy at that point. No, no, this is after Walking Dead. Yeah, Jim, I was, say, was still had hit, but was still young. Yeah, and Walking Dead guy, probably, probably because Walking Dead guy said, "Hey, Marvel, we have this idea." So, okay, so it's going to be every character in all these teams. Okay, nine issues. Go for it, crazy man. Yep. And, and it wasn't Shakespeare, but it was actually a really fun. Yeah, action-packed and still coherent story with, like, every stinking Avenger and, like, every X... Well, every X-Man at that point. <laughs> um, and, you know, and a few others besides. I think it might have even been, like, all the New York vigilantes, too, just to round, thing, just to round things out. And it, still, it was still coherent, let alone entertaining. And, yeah, it's just... It's, it's really hard, too, especially once you've built a company like he kind of sort of did off of the success of it to say, Hey, I really want to take this wild chance. Of course, you're going to get a lot of people who jump up and say, Whoa. Yeah, for sure. Under the best of, with the best of people sitting in there, you'd get the, it's true about that chief. Yeah. But yeah, when you're, when you're telling a story and you're really, and it really fits, then yeah, go for it. Yeah. I'm just glad Go they trusted it. him, you know, and there's no reason not to. There's no reason not to trust what he's been doing with that book. Uh, he is he has made very few poor turns with what's going on over there, and I, I love that they, they did it that way, so... Amazing oh, job! I recommend everybody go just snag it, go get it digitally, whatever you want to do. Go 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 to a local shop, try to pick it up, try to find that issue one ninety three. Um, it, it is a fantastic finish if you know anything about the story. It it finishes off in a great way. It, it's still very new, so I won't spoil anything as of yet. But uh, it it is a great finish to what's been going on in that universe. So, um, speaking of other closings. Uh, Mad Magazine, man. Uh, we it is it is gone and gone. Um, give us a little bit more details about that, though, Max. I know you, I, I appreciate you bringing it up, and uh, I haven't really dug into it. I, I saw a lot of things floating through the internet about it, and I was kind of in a little bit of disbelief. But um, you know, obviously, Mad has been it's been a while since they've been super relevant, I guess. But I know there's they've always had that cult following and, and a major strict overly enthusiastic cult following with that as well oh definitely i mean uh anybody who kind of grew up in in like the you know the, the 70s 60s 70s 80s i mean even into the 90s yeah. i mean everyone has had their hands on a mad magazine at one point or another i mean right i mean come on and and so you know it is it's it's pretty sad i mean this is something that was founded in, in like 1952 and um and so it's it's sad to see you know this happen you know i guess we we all know that we've heard like you know the death of print media and everything like that and yeah 
Um, and so it is sad, you know, and I, I know there's people who aren't familiar with Mad Magazine. Um, there's a lot of really great documentaries out there. There's one that's called We Went uh, When We Went Mad that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I definitely suggest taking a look at that. But, you know, it is sad that we're not going to see Mad, you know, no longer on newsstands. And yeah. uh, it's not going to be in your comic book stores or anything like that. You know, um, I guess when I heard the news, I, I wasn't surprised you know, that it was folding, but I was, I was pretty, was pretty crushing, I guess, to me, because, you know, as a young kid, um, I really had Mad Magazine in my hands before I ever had any kind of comic magazine in my hands. You know, I, I remember being enamored by, you know, the, the, the silliness of it all and spy versus spy and things like that. So, um, you know, it is, it is very sad. And, and I think, you know, also conversely, I think when I, when I did hear the news, um, you know, recently one of the magazines that I grew up reading and loving um, was canceled and brought back, and that magazine was Fangoria. And I'm hoping, you know, hope beyond hope that 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 same sort of thing happens with Mad Magazine that we're we're going to see, you know, it resume publication in maybe a couple of years, you know, because it is sad that after 67 years of publication that one of the you know all time greatest american institutions as far as you know satire is now gone well and also just in general like that pop culture thought i mean there's nothing that went on in social media in media in any form of medium comic books pop culture that was not probably on the cover of mad magazine at one point and those are iconic images and thought processes and i mean stories and like you're right a publication that is you know you wish it could have found new legs but i don't think it would have been the same any other way than what they had it as in that print medium so yeah and 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 i mean we were you know lavishing praise upon you know dc a few minutes ago but uh i'm shaking my fist at dc over this and and, you know it's it's uh you know they're the publishers of mad for those that do not know um you know and and they are going to continue to publish um you know special collections and you know things like that but um you know, but it is sad. It is sad to see that, you know, I, I would certainly sacrifice Hawkman to have Mad Magazine on the stand. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is a no-brainer for me. So, yeah. um, you know, so it is sad. And, and again, again um, as a huge fan of, you know, pulp 70s era all the way down into the 50s comics, um, you know, Mad Magazine was a huge part of that. And, and a huge part of, like you said, our social commentary about everything that has gone on in the last 70 years. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, uh, so it's a it's a sad day. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it will be missed for sure, and uh, I, I think it's something that you know if if you don't know a whole lot about it, if you're listening to this show and, and Mad isn't you know you're not familiar with Mad Magazine, uh, it would definitely be it'll definitely be worth your time to search it and check it out and enjoy some some really funny moments from that uh, publication. So. Yeah. Big shout out to you, Matt, and uh, good luck to all those teams and people that were part of that uh, system. And uh, I hope you guys are finding amazing things uh, with your careers and moving forward as well. So thank you all for that. Now onto some brighter news. Uh, let's talk a little bit. Let's go. Let's go back to a little indie life. Uh, we had some people that are huge fans of the show, big supporters of us as well, and some of Pete's favorite people to chat with on the interwebs. Uh, Admiral Pizza Man, um, Pete, give us a little bit. Uh, what's what's newest from them, and and what can we expect kind of coming up from them? Oh man, the the Admiral Pizza comics have are coming soon to a comic shop to a comic shop near you the the projections are this fall nice but 
so far, you can actually even cat you can all actually even catch the adventures pre book release in the Admiral Pizza animated adventures on the YouTube, <laughs> <clears throat> which is especially Max. You're talking about the the Golden Age and the pulp and the pulp. And remember how that treated comics and how comics treated it <laughs> to begin with in the beginning of the the cinema. And I don't mean the movies. I don't mean the Batman black and whites. I mean like think the original captain marvel the, the original captain uh, captain america cartoons the original f f cartoons <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of like that but married to rocky and bullwinkle and it's like it's very just stop motion of the original comics but <clears throat> the art style and the humor is already so very like marley was saying so i'm just going to stick with it because it's super accurate it's picture a just as weird and deranged but non non-violently sensible non-violence well not so less homicidal. less bloody much less bloody sensibility of jonan vasquez if he were to write like the mascot for a pizza place <laughs> okay I mean, seriously, from the comic itself, introducing Admiral Pizza, who, by the way, we still have to credit for saving President Abraham Lincoln's life and preserving nice. our country. We will remember He's them always. Man. We will remember them always. <laughs> to having to, to having to uh, bury his, uh, to having to confront his own special forces team that he forgot about 30 years ago on a trash island in the middle of the Pacific. Because <laughs> they, they'd all mutated into animals, of course, and were radioactive and very upset about having been forgotten. I mean, it sounds but, like a normal kind of radioactive <laughs> island to me. So, And literally, there's the well, big I mean, touching scene of... about things. There's the big touching scene of, like, you know, uh, uh, he kills the master of disguise by accident in battle and the master of disguise says, I know we've gone mad now I understand it too late but go stop them maybe there's still time and there's the tearful dramatic moment and Admiral Pizza just turns to the medical waste bin that's right behind him and just gently stuffs in the medical waste bin and we were... picture that but with like if you go on the YouTube channel with like Rocky and Bullwinkle level and style voiceovers it's amazing nice. so I can't wait for these print copies Looking I really forward can't. To it. Marley, what were you saying? Oh, yeah, I was just agreeing, and and I think I said earlier that it was um, it was one of those things that it's so fun, and the plots are just so over the like over the top, kooky and funny that you're like, what Saturday morning breakfast cereal did you have? I want some. Nice. Like, it's it's just fun. I'm looking for something to replace. Um, uh, what was it? Dang it. Anyways, we'll continue. I'd be, I've been needing a new cartoon <laughs> in my life, so I, I'm ready. Or I was going to say, actually, Gravity Falls. I haven't been able to fill that void since they left me. So looking forward to Admiral Pizza Comics doing that for me. You know, I, I think maybe the best explanation I could give for it would be if you took, like, Adventure Time and Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. <laughs> and they had a nonviolent baby, or, like, a violent but not homicidally violent baby. This would be it. It's it's just fun. Nice. It's a lot of fun. Looking so. forward to them. Uh, Admiral Pizza Comics, man. Go check them out. Pete, where, where can we yeah. find them besides on YouTube with Admiral Pizza Bef Comics? Or? Yeah, before the releases, let's see. He has the uh, the creator, Alex, is a very prolific fellow. Nice. And he's been putting them up 
not only in b- bits and bobs on Twitter for at Admiral underscore pizza spelled in the proper print in the proper senses, both both cases, but on also on Tumblr, Admiral Admiral pizza dot Tumblr dot com. Cool. And he's on Patreon. Oh, nice. Yeah, definitely. That is definitely somebody that we'll, uh, we'll have to go and support, man, because uh, they're, they're doing fun things over there. So uh, we really do appreciate you guys over there at Admiral Pizza Comics. And uh, go and check them out. If you haven't heard from them, I know uh, we've probably had whispers of them on the show throughout the episodes. But uh, go and check them out. Go and help these guys. Go and support them. Go and watch what you can of them. And uh, give us, you know, give them their feedback. Give, give them uh, what you guys want to see more of and, and what you're thinking of their stuff. So uh, go and support these guys and, and let them know that you heard them here from us. All right. With that being said, <laughs> um, I, I really, you know, we're we're kind of getting into a point where, um, you know, we're we're talking about some things. I make sure we're not going to spoil too much, but I, I did want to talk about the new Spider-Man film, uh, Far From Home. Have you guys uh, been able to check that out yet? I have not, but I want to have it hyped up for me. So feel free to tell me like all the details. Ooh, I I, I want to hear like what I should be loving about this because I love everything, so. <laughs> I, I accidentally spoiled part of the ending for myself, but I will say, since, since it wasn't fair to everybody to say, oh, go ahead and spoil it for me for Walking Dead, as you said, and that's a very gentlemanly and, and well-said point, I will say, please go ahead and go into detail in the first half of the movie. There you go. Because I, yeah. ha- I, did, I did accidentally spoil one plot point for the end, not the whole thing, but I did also get to see Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Holland tooling about on the interview circuit and wow that's hilarious yeah how intentionally i don't know but it's still hilarious (laughs) kudos to you gentlemen for doing whatever it is you're doing because it's working yeah (laughs) overall and and max you you did did you get to see it i did nice nice uh general thoughts real quick before we dive into it what were you Uh, just kind of thinking you know i i like it you know nice I, I like it. I like the movie. I think yeah. it was a good film. Um, you know, and this was a nice, I guess, um, it's kind of like when you, uh, you know, when you, when you have a soda and it's a fountain drink and you get to the very end and it kind of tastes crappy, you know, it's mixed with the ice. It's not, doesn't have that good soda flavor anymore. That was the flavor of Endgame for me. Now, Spider-Man was the refill, you know, you got the, yeah. you got the refill going, you know, the soda tastes great. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of how it felt for me. Um, Aww. Yeah. What, what I, and what I will agree with you on more than anything and a hundred percent agree that what this film did for me was it made me excited to go back into the universe. Um, yes. it, it made me excited to keep exploring what they're going to be bringing us because I have to hundred percent agree with you in game. It felt a little soft. I, you know, they they set us up for these big, big finishes and these, you know, and tying it back, we're gonna do a little callback to Kirkman and some of the stuff he talked about. Is there's a little bit that gets taken away from a great ending when you know it's coming and you know this is gonna be your last three hour film of some of these characters and some of these plot points. And yeah. what Spider-Man what did really, really well 
is it like I said, it got me excited to come back to this Marvel universe. So yeah, I mean, I, it, you know, and it's and you know, it's not the best movie ever. No, but, I, it, but yeah. it's but it's you know, it's so much. It's almost impossible not to have fun watching this movie. Absolutely, you know, Tom Holland is just a fantastic Spider-Man. He's um, you know, fantastic in this film. Um, I think that um, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal is great in the movie. Um, but I think that was what was really interesting for me from a fan perspective was that. Um, you know, it's Spider-Man Far From Home. So it's taking place somewhere that Spider-Man really, for me, has never been. I mean, I've read almost every Spider-Man comic I can think of. And um, I don't remember him ever, you know, being in the places that he was at in this film. So no. that was that was fun and that was interesting to me. Uh, you know, but I think, you know, and it's also fun to see some of the supporting cast again, you know. Yeah. Um, in that film, I, you know, it's hard not to love love those folks. So great movie. Um, go see it. Yeah, I, I can't recommend it enough for people that have been enjoying the universe that enjoyed the first film. It's nothing near the first one, in my opinion. Uh, I, I thought Homecoming was probably a top two or three uh, Marvel movie of this new generation probably for me. I absolutely loved Homecoming, but uh, Far From Home did a phenomenal job. It established some great characters. The The only thing that I'm going to put on this is the future. You know, we kind of talked about what the future is looking yeah. like last episode, and you saw them try to build some of that, and then there were some other twists that came that made that really just kind of funny. I was in the theater laughing about our conversation we had yeah. and what I, I, the episode that you guys can go and listen to or have listened to already with 13 it is hilarious to go back and look at that um but more than anything i want to i i feel a little worried as well i i feel like they're setting up tom holland there was a rumor that he's been signed up for like another five six films or something like that if not more wow and if they're setting him up to take over a certain mantle um I I don't know if I like that. I, I like I like Spider Man to be Spider Man. I, I I don't want him to kind of be anybody else. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that's I think that's a good point. I, yeah. I mean, I don't we don't really need Spider Man to be Tony Stark. Yeah. You know, I think uh, we don't really need that. We don't really need him to be Robert Downey Jr. Tom Holland is his own person. Um, yeah. I think I think you know what I'd like to see is that uh, I you know I think the first two Spider Man films are, are very fun films. I, I'd love to see us kind of descend into a little bit darker territory. Yes. Um, you know, with some interesting villains, you know, maybe, you know, let's, let's, you know, have Craven the Hunter in there, you know, let's do some, some kind of dark stuff with the next film. Yeah. You know, you know what, uh, you know what, let's look on the bright side. Maybe he signed on to more films because there's going to be a fantastic four Spider-Man team. <laughs> Maybe? Those are great bright sides, and uh, that yeah, that, side. that is a great bright side. I hundred percent agree. Um, and there is history yeah. for it. Yeah, they're in New York. Mm-hmm. They're in New York. Anything could happen for sure. So, mm-hmm. and you know, all all of these wonderful new space things and multiverses, you know, those are all make for more possibilities. So, it's one of those things I, I recommend go check it out and go see the new Spider Man uh, for sure and stay for all your in credit scenes. They're fun. They they do a great job. They're Maybe one of my favorite in credit scenes I think I've seen in a long time. It occurs in the, in that mid credit scene. I, I I'm gonna hype that up for everybody. That one is phenomenal. So last episode we had the the Marley scale of enthusiasm where it was like four was the best and one was the worst. 
Where's this on that scale? The in the, the mid credit scene is like the best of the best. I mean it's it's a four and a half out of four. Um, damn. Yeah, I, I I personally really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was I it was like knee slapping hilarious, and it also got me excited for what they're gonna do. But uh, the film itself, uh, I'll, I'll give it a solid. I'll give it a three. I'll you know maybe a three minus, but okay. it, it, it's right there. Yeah, right. I, mean, I think I'd be in that. I think I'd be in that range too. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> Okay, so the, this would definitely be like a four on my movie scale for me then. If not more, for huh. sure. But like I said, that mid-credits was, I was it, I was walking out of that theater like wildly enthused. So Awesome. Okay, I know what I'm going to be watching next. Absolutely. Highly, highly recommend getting to it. And, and in seeing it in theaters, it makes all the big difference as well. It is, it is a, oh, yeah. it is a monumental style film. It feels a little too big for Spidey at certain points, but man, it, it is great on the big screen for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that. I mean, that made a huge difference for me watching, um, into the spider verse in, in theaters <laughs> versus at home. Uh, into I the Spider-Verse, so good. This would be even better. I, I oh, love man. that the first rumors that started coming out after this film hit was like Into the Spider-Verse is coming. And yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. you <laughs> know, well, with, with all the movies. Bad. Yeah, with, but with all the like live action, that'd be hilarious too. So um, I, I would love to see them try to tap Tobey Maguire into pull, putting on a suit again. That would be fantastic. So oh I, would, I would just love him to be in the film as like a callback, you know, like yeah, have, have, absolutely. Have, this dork, have this dorky guy like, you know, dancing down the street and it happens to be Toby. Yeah. You know, I mean, 100%. how great would that be? You know, well, and they do it so well with that being in Spider-Verse already where, you yeah. know, they already were like, yeah, don't worry about this or this moment or the black suit, you know, <laughs> it's just so <laughs> much fun. That stuff. it was. I mean, not not to get us in danger of sidetracking, but that was Uncle Ben from Spider-Man One with Sam Raimi. Yeah, yeah. talking to Peter in the voiceover in Spider-Verse. I was like, dude, yeah, you did that, and that's actually cool. Super yeah. cool that they let all that be tied together, and uh, yeah, I, I think it's phenomenal. I think it's a lot of fun, and good to, for Sony for realizing uh-huh. they have to do something a little different to keep their Marvel movies running and, and good on them for doing it with Spider-Man. Cause I think that that's a perfect character. You can have a lot of fun with on your own time when he's not tied into everybody else's stories and, and way to keep having fun with them. Definitely. Cool. Absolutely. Uh, thank you for doing it, Sony. And thank, and thank you everybody else who worked with them on it. Good golly. Absolutely. No, absolutely. And, and keep them coming. Uh, just keep having fun with them. Don't don't lose that for and, sure. And yes, even that as one who has not yet seen seen Far From Home, thank you, Tom Holland, and, uh, and the rest of that, that crew, too. Yeah. I had a really random uh, YouTube video pop up, though, to, to totally sidetrack, of Tom Holland's lip sync battle. And I'm not going to lie, it was phenomenal. It was absolutely dude, hilarious. I highly recommend anybody checking that out. So, Dude, people joke less and less when they say he is Spider-Man. I remember one one yeah, tour video, you know, just like promotion tour video, they were showing where he was saying, oh, so we've been ordered not to leave our hotel rooms. But there's masses of people outside as he's sitting there just casually chatting away with the with the interviews and cameras about this <laughs> and just tear and just tearing up a pile of ultimate spider-man comics after having quickly signed a page with a sharpie balling it up throwing it out the window oh, and just good doing for that him. the whole time heck yes and, it, and every time i did it you could hear ah, from the street <laughs> <laughs> go tom i love it 
Um, well, with that being said, uh, we are getting towards the end here. But before we do that, um, we have a very cool announcement that, uh, you know, one of our fantastic cast members here, Max, has a comic shop, if you guys didn't know about that, Turbo Comics. And they are going to be doing a very cool launch here coming up real soon. So, Max, I'm going to let you take that away, man, and do a little bit of plugging for yourself here, man. I, I'm, I'm really excited about what you guys got coming up next with Turbo Comics. No, I really appreciate, um, you know, all of your guys' support and uh, and your help and, you know, your words of encouragement, especially as we've kind of like, you know, been working on this thing for like the last couple months. You know, we always get people that want um, us to throw on, you know, uh, a website online. And so we finally did it. You know, we finally, it's finally going to be there. So um, you're going to be able to go to turbocomicshop.com. Um, we're going to be launching on Saturday. And, you know, on this play, you know, the shop, you know, we, we're, we're going to have like everything from, you know, I mean, you're going to be able to go on there and you're going to be able to buy the first appearance of Deadpool. You're going to be able to buy a T-shirt. You're going to be able to buy socks. You're going to be able to buy a vintage Star Wars figure, um, maybe an RPG game. So, I mean, it's going to be kind of like a hub for a lot of different things, um, you know, so um check it out i mean it's gonna be cool um we're gonna have um free shipping on all merchandise so if you go online and you want to buy a t-shirt um you're gonna get free shipping on that um all apparel is free shipping um and you know we're also have like i don't know how many heavy metal fans are out there but we're gonna have um a selection of some like really really cool some really really cool uh kind of mashup t-shirts you know so like um black sabbath and hellboy kind of mixture <laughs> hell and, yeah that, know, that sounds sort of things so there's going to be some really, really cool work, um, some really cool T-shirts like that that are going to be available exclusively on our site. Um, you know, we're working with a really great um, graphic design artist out of Germany. His name's Capo, and he's provided us a lot of those designs. So really, really cool. Um, we're really stoked to have that. But um, we're also going to have just, I mean, I know there's a lot of variant hunters out there. Um, we're going to have a lot of really cool new exclusive variants. I mean, everything from, you know, some of the Detective Comic 1000, like, you know, <laughs> exclusive foil variants and out of use variants, but all the way down to, you know, some of the new Black Cat variants that are coming out and Venom variants. I mean, we're going to have a lot of stuff. And, yeah. you know, so it should be, should be a good time. Um, and if you go on to Turbo Comics, or turbocomicshop.com right now um you can enter in your email address and you will be entered into our grand prize drawing and i can't give away what that grand prize will be but it's going to be sick like whoever wins this i'm kind of jealous because <laughs> it's going to be really really cool so make sure you go and sign up and uh and we will be letting you know who the winner is on saturday nice and that's turbocomicshop.com correct Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Please go and support that. If anything that has been going on for through your guys' like Facebook, Instagram feeds is close to some of the variants and the prizes you guys are gonna be giving away, uh, people should be super excited for this because I'm I'm not gonna lie, your, your pop ups on some of my stuff have just been like, oh my gosh, this looks so cool. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> like, this is kick ass. So, uh, good luck to everybody that goes and does that. But more than anything, good luck to Max and your teams, man. That uh, sounds amazing and really excited to see what you guys do with that. So, uh, well, thanks. Keep, keep it up, it. man. That's so cool. Once again, turbocomicshop.com. Go and go and go. 
Um, with that being said, though, we are going to wrap up the day, man. And episode 14 is coming to an M or an end M end. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I want to thank you guys all so much for tuning in tonight and I appreciate everything. Um, keep a lookout from us on more episodes to come. They'll be coming fast and furious throughout the rest of the summer and through the rest of the year as well. So thank you all so much for liking, commenting and subscribing wherever you find this show and download this show and just keep in look out um, for all of our updates as well through our Twitter and Instagram posts and Facebook as well. So with that being said, Allie, where can everybody find you? Hi. I'm sorry, Allie. I'm so sorry. Marley. Oh. <laughs> Marley. <laughs> you know, I'm flattered you think I am. I am so amazing and wonderful as our absent <laughs> co-hostess um, who definitely knows her comics much more than I do. Um, you can find me it on just Twitter. Show, she, she's obviously <laughs> thinking about us right now. Is why I, I threw her name out there is what it is. Yeah. So that's all it is. Yeah. So. Well, she's busy talking about comics <laughs> with somebody else right now. So, I mean, I get, I, I'm just going to get a little jealous over here. <laughs> Sorry about that, Marley. So and, where can everybody find uh, you okay. again? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Marley Cricket. Uh, they can, of course, find me here on our previous episodes. Uh, and, yeah. Sweet. It's mostly here. Pete, how about you, man? Well, as the Marley said, tune in last week for the further adventures of Pete of Comics for All. <laughs> and I remain our social media guy for the, the Twitters. I love talking with you guys. Y'all are beautiful. You know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> and oh, and other than that, um, yeah, other than that, yeah, trying to expand the reach, but nothing official yet we'll keep you posted awesome and don't forget to look oh. out for admiral pizza comics on youtube and uh, what's their website again pete At, we've got admiral pizza motion comics on youtube he is on the good admiral is on patreon instagram and twitter as well perfect i love it and then max where can everybody find you sir yeah, everyone can find us at Turbo Comics on Facebook. Um, you can also find us on Instagram, and that's at Turbo Comics. And you can find us on Twitter, and that's at Turbo Comics ID. Um, and on the website, TurboComicShop.com, where we will also have exclusive and awesome articles from the one and only Pete. Yeah. On our site as well. So um, wanted to, <laughs> wanted to get, mention that. So, uh, you know, we're going to have a lot of really cool content. So make sure you check us out. Love it. Uh, myself, uh, you can hit me up at the Bake Papa Matt on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can also follow Comics for All, All for Comics, on Twitter and Instagram as well. Once again, thank you all so much for your time. Thank you for coming and sharing this time as well. And enjoy the rest of your time. Thanks for coming in.